What's up, everybody, and welcome in to the Backliners podcast, Agro and Barracuda, as per usual. Today, joined by one of, not only, what am I saying? I realized I looked at the screen and the webcams got swapped. So, Barra, congratulations. You're now Aurora. Hey. Uh, and Aurora, congratulations. You're now Barracuda. Uh, I mean, jo- I'm John. Yeah, you're John Salter. Um, congratulations. Oh, good support. Uh, yeah, we, we were just watching your Athena gameplay, and uh, it was really good. How- how do you play that character? I don't get it. What do you mean? Athena? Yeah. yeah. I what do you mean? People, yeah. I taunt people and they don't die. So what am I supposed to do? Do I just build damage or do I not taunt? Do I wait? I, go, I don't get it. Go sunder thorns and taunt, dude. And, and you sunder them and then press thorns and they'll die. Oh, wait. Do you not go blink? <laughs> I go blink. But you <laughs> could do that. That's The, the thunder, sunder thorns is the rank special, dude. It's mm. you rank. I feel like that could be just for any support right now. Just Sunder Thorns. Thorns sucks though yeah, now. Yeah, Thorns so. is any good. Yeah. But yeah. Really it was more. It was more old school build, I guess. Yeah. Do you miss having Thorns be good, Barry? No, I don't actually. <laughs> I really don't. I nope, not at all. It's so weird. I t- completely forgot about it. Listen, uh, I think it should be good again, and by that I mean it should only be good against hunters and not against mages. Oh. And um, how would you balance that? Uh, just reflect based on auto attack damage and not ability damage. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, okay. that sounds great. All right, yeah. great. Glad great we'll, we'll put that in mid-season. We'll that. slip it in there right on time. No worries. We'll be able to get it in. Um, <laughs> look, it wouldn't be a Backliners podcast if something about the video wasn't messed up, but that's why it's a podcast, and that's why it's good for <laughs> listening more yeah. so than <laughs> viewing uh, Aurora, yeah. so glad you came on. I can't believe... Is this your first time on? I feel like I've trolled by not having you on until now. Yeah, I've never been on. I've seen the show. It's been great. So I'm, I was excited when you messaged me. It's cool. I'm sorry it took so long because... Uh, yeah, it's really embarrassing. Hey, you. you know no, you know what's funny? Hmm. I was thinking about it. I don't think I've ever had a real conversation with Barracuda. Like, ever. Really? No way. Yeah, you guys I, have been pros yeah, for so long yeah, together. I think I, I've said hi to you and, like, you've said yeah. hi. And, like, you maybe said, like, a couple sentences to me. But I've never sat down and actually talked to you, like, ever. So I just, this is pretty funny. What that if we just cancel weird. all the smite talk and you guys just have a one-on-one, very deep, personal conversation <laughs> <laughs> right here for everyone so, to listen uh, to? Family history real quick. Anything you want to add? <laughs> Favorite color? Mother's no. maiden name? You know what I just thought of? We did. The one time we did, this is, I had to think about this. We went to some restaurant with, it was during the charity event with oh. like Lazis, MLC Stealth. It was, it was, and yeah, income? Wolfie in income. Yeah. Yep. Then that's the only time I didn't really talk to you that much, but we kind of oh. talked. Was it a, was it a steak and shake? Yeah, I think so. Were I was there? there. I was there. I was there. Because you, you yeah. and I had a long talk at that steak and shake, Aurora. I remember. Uh, I don't yeah. remember Barry being there. I don't yeah, know. I okay, maybe 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 it's a different. Uh, maybe it wasn't steak and shake then. I remember we sat down at like a nice-ish restaurant. Y- yeah, that. you're right. I, I, yeah, I don't. The Firebirds kn- classic. It was not Firebird. <laughs> probably, uh, it was probably some like classic Alpharetta restaurant. Yep, dude. Firebirds always gets the business from uh, mm-hmm. from the from the Smite pros. That's for sure. Firebirds is like fine. I didn't know it was a chain. Um, the first time I came down, I was like, "Wow, this like place was pretty good." It's a chain. Yeah, I think it's a chain. What? I'm googling right now. Firebirds yeah. Steakhouse. I believe it. Oh, it is. There you go. So if you uh, if you have a firebird steakhouse in your nowadays. area, yeah, exactly, yeah, everything's a chain. Um, you can you too can experience what it's like to come to land as a smite pro 
Uh, just go to Firebirds, <laughs> and uh, and you're kind of doing it. Um, we, over the years, we've been there like probably hundreds of times, <laughs> like collectively yeah. as like a smart unit. Oh, you want to know so much money? You want to know a funny Firebirds story? I would love to. Yeah. Okay, so when I was on Eager season three, um, we went to Firebirds, and I forget which European team was before us. But they didn't tip anything because it's not common to tip in Europe. Oh, I think yeah. a lot of the players do now. But yep. the waiter was like freaking out at, to us because they didn't tip anything. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I, I didn't sorry. know they didn't tip. What am I supposed to do? But she got really mad. It was just funny. So it was just like the first one of the first uh, lands I went to with that team. Just all laughing about that. Did anyone have know. to like step up and, and tip extra in order to? I, 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 we it? all we all tipped a little bit extra at the end. Oh, there you good. go. Wholesome, wholesome, eager squad. The good men right there to uh, to try and offset it. Um, yeah, let's talk a little bit of what happened in Smite this week. A little bit of an awkward week. Um, very unfortunate that week one had to be played on the boots patch, of course. Yeah. But it is what it is. Uh, what it is. Um, I don't know. I, in my mind, it, it I would definitely prefer Phase Two to have started on midseason patch. But yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold it's on. Resounding yes. But there's something to be said about like dipping your toe back in the water, getting warm oh. on the old patch where everyone's yeah. nice and comfortable. You know, yeah, things are gonna get weird so next. Year. So fun, yeah. <laughs> Great time, yeah. Love scrimming for like a week and a half, two weeks. Uh-huh. You know, woo yeah. Hey, that's how it is most seasons, right? That it just uh-huh. that uh-huh. it's not gonna be boots removed. It's like a whole bunch of different other stuff for midseason. Like you gotta scrim on old patches all the time, right? They're just deleting the thing that was in the game since the start. So. That is true. Definitely a big... Is this like the biggest... Is this the biggest mid-season patch in Smite's history, you think? Is this the biggest so. meta switch up? I was, uh, I was telling my chat that. I think so for a mid-season patch. For a mid-season, yeah. They, to me, I was telling... I was talking to APAM on his, his show, and I said that this is probably like the biggest change that's happened in a long time mm-hmm. for Smite. And then, it all, and then the other thing is it also feels like this is the beginning of the actual new season too. This mid-season yeah. patch, mm-hmm. definitely a lot of changes because it's not just boots. It's like the uh, the new side p- uh, piece with the with the dragger. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if I want to call the dragger my side piece, but I guess I just did. Um, overall map changes, a new buff, all that kind of stuff. Like it's gonna get a little bit wild. Um, mm-hmm. Aurora, we Bear, and I have kind of given our early thoughts. Well, actually, no, we'll talk mid-season um, after we talk this week. I think that'll be a little bit better for the flow. Yep. Let's talk. Let's talk week one of phase two. Um, don't have to go game by game or anything, but Bera, as always, let's check in with uh, with what you guys did. You guys kind of gave vote the treatment, bro. Like that yeah. was that was rough for the boy. I mean, we dude, I literally played soul for like twenty games in scrims because I was just like, we're just playing one set on the new patch, so I'm just gonna play soul, and I literally just picked soul every game in scrims this whole week. Um, and yeah, we just wanted to run down vote. Or kind of run down whoever gave us the option. And then he locked in Kronos, and I was just like, what? <laughs> and then he got on the ground and started <laughs> slithering around. And then he slithered around like a little snake. I want to play that game. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a bit of a rough game for Vote there. I, I yeah, literally felt Vote. bad for him. We gave Vote the treatment, and then the other game I just like finished a lot of kills, so I felt great about that, you know? Yeah. the KDA looking clean. Yep. Um, I mean... Overall, pretty like easy set 
for us, I think, because we just literally practiced one thing just for our one set. So. You kind of had one of the fattest soul alts I've ever seen, though. It, it, I think it was game, was it game two in solo lane yeah. when you just, like, hit both Dardaz <laughs> and Vote and you one-shot Dude. them both? Dude, I was so sad earlier. I would have soloed Vote, but I built Magi as, like, a beta male. Yeah. And he was, like, 100 HP in his ult, and I'm like, why do I have Magi's? I'm literally so scared like why would i do this yeah why would you buy that you were I, so, I don't know dude I'm barra so loves I'm, defense man he loves de- if he could build why, if he could build void shield scotty though? every game so he would that game okay let me go hold on all Fuck. right let, let me let me let let check you guys the... talk about something else yeah no I'll, no I'll, I, i'm not moving on from this magi's bro that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> where i'm standing is it the humbots fenrir yeah, game you're talking about Humbots, morgan, Fenrir, morgan yeah it was good that game but it's magi's to get it fourth is just scared, right? Like, why should I get it fourth? Like, if I just you were huge that game, you were huge that game. Yeah, too. exactly. And by going a defense item, I'm just I just show how scared I am. Well, yeah, but I played yeah. it off for you on cast. I was like, oh, Barra, you know, gonna leverage how ahead he is. He's not gonna feel like he's falling off that much by you building to give a, him t- a chance. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. I'm always trying to build in the excuse, but I was thinking the whole time like. Little scared little kid over here. Like, what That's is this guy doing? Thinking, right when vote lived, I was like, why do I have bad eyes? I'm literally so stupid. Like, why? Why do I? Um, yeah. I could also see the tilt. What was it? That game that someone like, someone landed at one HP from something. Uh, it might have been well, game, was game one. one. I yeah. landed from a Heimdall ult, and I missed my soul too. Yeah. And it was like. I thought it was going to go right, and then I shot my soul to right, and I just missed, and then you just went left. Yeah, I, I, I could just, I like looked at your player game at that exact moment, and you were like, so, you had gotten like a double kill and lived, but you were uh, so pissed you missed that stellar burst. It was a triple, actually, because oh, both died. Excuse me. By the way, <laughs> in the SPL, uh, yeah, both oh. ulted me as I won, and he died to my fire. <laughs> <laughs> As I was flying, I just hear triple kill, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's nice. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, pretty good, pretty good soul game, pretty good game, or just set by us, I would say. Yeah, nice and clean for you guys. Uh, and then Aurora, for, for you guys on the Titans, you guys played the Scarabs um, yesterday, and it looked pretty good. Paul kind of started hell abusing again, and then immediately other teams are instantly scared to play against it. Uh I, I, it's so funny to me when that happens. We're like, no, Paul hasn't played Hell in how many games this year? And then he plays it two times in a row, and it's top banned, your next set. Like, no time at all. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, no, we played good on uh, Saturday. And then today, I mean, we ended up losing, but we were in both games. We could have won both of them, but we just made, like, small mistake after small mistake, and we ended up losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the uh, the Ares pick game too, because um, obviously, like, really good up against Hercules and Terra and these gods that like kind of need their dashes in order to, um, in order to get their damage off or like be super effective. But it it, it just felt like you guys, from my perspective, um, the pace of that game got a little wonky for you guys for a little bit. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think, like, with the comp that we had, like, we needed to try to get an advantage early on. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be a lot easier mm-hmm. for us to play around objectives and stuff. But we kind of got behind. We weren't, like, really behind at all. Like, it was kind of even. Maybe we're a little behind. But 
Um, we didn't have any really good lockdown. We had Wukong stun as our only like hard CC, which is not good. Right. When you're trying to kill a Hercules who's running at 500 miles per hour. <laughs> so the couple times, like if you go back and you watch the game, every time we did Wukong stun him, he he lived with one HP. We got mm-hmm. him really low. And it was a good fight for us, but it's pretty hard for Benji to have to go on the back line and stun the Herc. Mm-hmm. You can't really do both. And mm-hmm. if he's stunning Herc, the back line gets to free cast. So our comp wasn't really that great in terms of how we set ourselves up. Um, if we were the ones like on the aggressive, it would have probably been a lot better because we can kind of set up traps and go on their carries a lot easier if, if we're the one with the pressure. And... We had opportunities that game as well. We just made a couple of small mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, you guys almost turned it around. I thought, uh, I mean, Netroid obviously got off to like a really good start. Cyclone had a bit of a rough laning phase. It's Netroid was like 2-0 up two levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did you pull him at gold? Because he had everything up. I didn't see it happen, but Gore said that he thinks that Netroid got pulled um, when you guys mm. killed him at that gold fight. No, he did. He got pulled, but what happened was he got his... I think we got his beads and Aegis and his ult. I knew everything was down, and I pulled him at the tier two tower. Yeah. We oh, chasing gotcha. them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that um. I wanted I wanted to blink over the wall there because Robin, like, if I blinked, they weren't they weren't close enough. I was gonna blink and pull like three people. Mm-hmm. That would have been really good if if Twig positioned himself a little closer to Netroid. I would have got like a two or three man pull, and they would have all got pulled. We probably would have that would have been huge. But yeah, that's like one of the mistakes. Like right there, we we kind of. We said we wanted to go gold first, and then we're like, he's dead, let's go fire. And we hesitated oh, a little bit. And that's yeah. like the worst thing you can do in a game, for sure. Yeah, yeah that if call we, was so yeah, weird when you got yeah, rush fire. Yeah, if we just did gold there, it would have been a lot better. But we, mm-hmm. we ended up just going to fire and then dying. <laughs> 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 and then we lost, basically. We didn't lose. We actually still could have won the game after that. There was other mistakes. But I feel like if we just did gold there, reset come out onto the map we'd be in that position i was talking about like having mm-hmm. the areas comp where, where you're the one set up with sentry wards because like the biggest thing is we struggle getting vision because we were kind of locked at sitting around fire so mm-hmm. we couldn't really back so we had no sentry wards so we couldn't really do anything in terms of like walking up and we didn't really know where they were at so it was hard for our carries to position there as well like they didn't know if they could walk up and hit people as well because we literally had no vision we're kind of mm-hmm. just trapped at fire so right and when there's a Giannis on the other team, like having deep vision, pretty important for your carries to be able to step up and like not be at threat of yeah. getting one shot by a Giannis ult. Yeah, no, for sure. Like if we just, we do that gold fury and like in a perfect world, we do that gold fury, we get it. It's only fury. One of them has to go clear the wave and left. Or if they don't, we get some tower gold. Like mm-hmm. we either get a tier one, maybe the tier two. Mm-hmm. Um, then we, we come back. We have five sentries. We place those down. And then we're able to back again and come back with five more sentries. They'll counter mm-hmm. ours, but we'll counter. And then we're in such a better position if we just did that. But We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We just, we kind of hesitated and then we definitely made the wrong judgment call. If, if our comp was different and we had like a different jungler that maybe did more damage to like fire or maybe even a different mid laner, maybe it would have been good, but our comp was not built that's for actually, burning fire uh, like that. I was watching your game. That's actually what I said. I was like, that would make sense if they had like a Mercury and like a Girdle Fafnir call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like with your comp, I was like, wait, are they actually trying to burst this fire right now? Yeah, no, it was awful. Well, like, <laughs> no, yeah. that was bad. But we—that that was like one of the mistakes. Though, like, that—that that yeah. was probably the biggest mistake we made today. I feel like, but there was a bunch of other small mistakes that were also mm-hmm. not good. Um, mm-hmm. that ca- kind of cost us the game. And then game one, like, the, I guess the big mistake in game one was when we let Chiron steal fire. If we got that fire, we probably oh. would have been able to sweep towers and get a pretty big gold advantage, and yep. then back, and then do stuff with it. But instead, they got the fire. I think we killed Chiron, but yep, I think yep. like two of them got fire, and then we were kind of on the back foot for the rest of the game after that. That game too, though, even after that, we still could have won. Just more small mistakes, but that's yeah. basically the summary. We played well against Scarabs, and then we made a lot of mistakes against uh, what's it called? Kings. Kings. Kings yep. Mm-hmm. Barra, two things I want to ask you about that Titans King set that stood out to oh, me. Yes, 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 yes. Number one, Paul's soul build game yeah. one. Uh, I dude. Aurora, I'm not, you don't got to say anything if you don't want to. But in my opinion, that Hercules looks awfully unkillable. And it's because you are never autoing that dude ever. Because he is mock speed. Like, he is zooming through these team fights. And he had no percent pen for his abilities uh, at all until he'd stacked up the demonic. I, I don't know how you felt about that build, Barry. I hated it. I... <laughs> Did not understand it because I play a very ability based soul. Yep. And I feel like that's the best way to play her so you can like Agreed. hook front line heavily and one shot back line. But when you're auto attack soul, you have very high damage over time. But against like sneaky frontliners, Herc Terra like is to what kill, they were playing. Yeah, against. hard to kill frontliners. You have to auto attack them so much to finally get that kill confirmation. Yeah. And also. I understand the mantle with Telkines and Hikate. Like, like you said, having no penetration for like upwards of thirty minutes. I don't know. Like, I feel like they just completely ignore him in team fights and just dive spinner, which they were doing. But yep, I don't know. It just seemed really weird. That's just not the way I want to play Soul. I mean, it might work in like a dual setting or like when the way Paul wants a team fight. But for me, I just. I absolutely hated that build. I mean, he still did a lot of damage. Um, so he you was know, free casting. He was free casting <laughs> for sure. I was studying those team fights, and poor Spinner was getting hard dope, and Paul free casted. Dude, but... the, Aurora, you locked Big Man in like the Scorpion Pit in solo in that game one, and Paul ulted him, and it did like fifteen percent of Big Man's HP. I think he had Terra ult on him, which obviously makes a huge difference. Yeah. But uh, I was like, oh my! I expected him to get like half health by it and i feel like his health bar didn't even move um i think he said right after the game he's like mine didn't like my build he said it right <laughs> he said after the game is over he's like i'm not building like that again so yeah no 
I think he he just said like I don't, I don't know what happened that game, but he didn't like his build for yep. sure. Hey, it happens. But yeah, that's that's all that happened. I think uh, I think that kind of stuff happens more often than people realize. Like you know, it goes well in some scrims to build that way, yep. and then you play in a game that isn't uh, as conducive to whatever made that game go well, and you go, oh wait, this build wasn't that good, um, <laughs> and change it up. I thought besides the build, I thought Paul's like positioning. Uh, Ability usage, everything else. You know, Soul is a god that I don't think we've seen him on before. Um, he once looks pretty before, comfortable I on think. it. He, oh, once he before? built the same thing before, and I was telling my child, I was like, no way he's going to build the same build. Oh, okay, fair and, enough. Uh, Unlucky. Unlucky for him. Um, and then game two, I wanted to ask you, Barry, about Netroid, who was absolutely huge. He, su- he sold mm-hmm. a Cyclone twice. One of those, a hard int by Cyclone, a little bit of a miscommunication. Um, and then they... And then, they don't really, like, the Kings didn't play around Gold or Netrioid, like, at all. I feel like they really let Cyclone get back into that game for, for no reason. I know that their comp scaled better, but, like, is that, is that, do you agree with that assessment, number one? And number two, is that on Netrioid not being, uh, aggre- you know, vocal enough in the comms, like, hey, can we do Gold? Can we play around me? Like, I- I'll just win us this game for free from this position. Because I feel like he, he probably could have. Didn't they um, dive him one other time though too? That game. Um, Cyclone. Yeah, they do- they dove him a third time. Yeah, but by that yeah. point he had caught up a little bit. True. Um, All right, go ahead. Sorry. You got like <laughs> you got like I don't know. Like Cyclone's first death was so weird, and then Netroid just played the second one really good. I think I assume Spinner didn't have a dash when he walked around the purple wall because he just didn't react to it. Yeah. Um, but Netroid hit everything, and Medusa won kind of a good ability. Yep. In that uh, situation. Um, I, I do think it's a little weird than a hard pressure. I'm watching it right now and he had two level lead. I remember this like when I was watching it on uh, my stream, but I was a little confused as to twitch.tv slash two B's or two R's, two C's, two D's, of course, for Barra's stream. The one under me, not Barra. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wait, did I TC? No, you're fine. Oh, my, (laughs) my sound cut out. Um, I gave I, you a little I stream love. plug, you know, twitch.tv slash 2Rs, 2Cs, 2Ds, as per usual. Honestly, dude, I love Windows updates. They're just, oh. They're the best. I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there should have been a hard-pressuring duo side way more. Once he gets a two-level lead like that, they should be pressuring golds, which normally kings are, like, the best team at. Like, they're yeah. always getting gorped, they're always getting forp, and they're always getting neutrals on the map. And I feel like they could have been setting up for a gold way sooner than they did. But I think Titans had a really good job of getting map pressure. Also, Benji was doing a really good job of proxying and threatening literally all of Variety's blue buffs somehow. Yeah, like a he, was all over him, he was all over him. Um, so maybe that was taking the pressure off of Duo for Kings and like translating it over to Solicide if they feel like their backs and blue buffs are always like in contention. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a little weird because I I saw the like the second death. I was like, okay, this game's just over for Spinner, and then he somehow got back up. Yeah, or got back in. Genetics in the chat said uh, Aurora had sovereignty and he had a low stacked Thebes, so it's oh, risky okay. to force. Um, makes sense. Yeah, and that makes some sense. Sovereignty, obviously, a huge power spike, even more so for Ares because he gets the power from it. Um, mm-hmm. But by and I guess by the point that Genetics had his Thebes stacked up, um, he wasn't. Uh, Detroit wasn't as far ahead. Cyclone <laughs> says that his pr- more like my pressure made them not do it. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, Cyclone, but that it clearly uh, was going yeah. across their mind for I sure. I completely agree, Spinner. I completely agree. The other thing too, from behind. Oh. Go ahead, Aurora. Is like if you're against Ares and you make a mistake, it's 
really bad yep. as well. Yeah, definitely a thinner margin for error uh, against that god because once he starts to snowball on you, uh, you lose pretty much. Well, just his all if you waste your beads or you're all you're just right. gonna die. Right. Yeah. Um, all right, I want to talk a little bit. I don't, Aurora, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it or Barra, um, but this Jade Dragon Solar Scarab set. Oh, that um, was awesome. Really, really fun set to watch. I was trying to balance watching the Euro Finals rip England uh, with watching this set, but what a what happened do you think in that in that set for either whoever i guess aurora if you uh, if you got a chance to watch it what were what were some of your takeaways from uh, from that set so i watched the first two games i went to go get food during the third game but mm-hmm. the first game it was kind of like they looked like they were trying something i actually feel like solo is doing pretty well in his lane is chiron because he played chiron soul lane yeah he, he got like a small advantage i know it seems troll but I mean, I think for a team like them to try something like that, why not? Like, yeah. no, everybody's going to say they, they're not going to win against the Dragons or whatever. And they ended up winning today. Like, they've done it before. I guess people shouldn't say that. But yeah. he wanted to try it. It didn't work out. Um, and then game two, well, it wasn't even the really they, – they kind of just lost, like, mid and duo side completely. And layers didn't really get off to a good start, I feel like, in that game. Yep. Um. And then game two, I mean, it was just layers and solo just running the map, basically. Yeah. Um, they got off to a really good start, and solo kind of got to walk around and do whatever he wanted to. Layers had some really good pulls. Mike didn't go beads, which I think is good to do sometimes, especially if you're trying to play aggressive. But the he didn't. Th- their team was behind, so as right. soon as you don't go be- beads when you get behind is like a Fenrir, and they have an Awelix. If you try to go anywhere, you're not going to really be able to do much. Um, there was that play where he tried to jump in and steal the scorpion in soul lane yeah. and he just gets a wheel exalted and <laughs> yep. dies. But like, yeah, game two, they just got a, a, a lead. Um, I feel like dragon's team wasn't very good from behind either. Yep. And they were just able to run away with it. So got to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. This, uh, this yep. game two composition, Gilgamesh, uh, Thanatos, Ra, Fenrir, Danzaburo, I don't think any of those gods are particularly good from behind. Yeah, and Gilgamesh solo as well. Yes. Jungle. So, like, Gilgamesh is very good, but, yeah. Yeah. He's, from... he's, he's, he's a warrior at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> Warriors from behind never uh, never feeling particularly good. Um, nope. And then game three, Barry, uh, since Aurora didn't get a chance to watch that one, we'll, we'll give this one to you. I mean, Layers kind of just... Layers has... Really, um, and this, and I thought this was true um, of his career when he first began in the SEC as well. He he has two modes, and it's like mm-hmm. hard carry or where'd he go? And that's, and you yeah. know, like it sounds toxic to put it that way, but I think that's a perfectly acceptable place to be as a rookie. Like finding out how to be effective when you're not ahead is one of the hardest things to do in Smite. Um, especially as a jungler especially as a jungler he'll learn that skill i'm not concerned about that at all but if you're a layers fan or a scarabs fan the fact that you know if he gets a lead he's gonna absolutely gun it down and play with no fear and try and like make these really carry plays um i think that's like the best case scenario i mean my man's in games two and three when i combined 20 and one like he was he was going off yeah i think Layers and Baronic game three for me, just put on an absolute show. Zap did a really good job of kind of role playing his style on PK, where he just gets dove. Yep. And just lets Baronic free cast. Because I don't think Zap really did damage in game three, but he baited literally everything. 
And as Zap does, sometimes he dies. <laughs> sometimes it's really good. And that game, I think it was really good because they just kept, like, barely not killing him over and over again. Also, for me, Bobby was kind of, like, the shining star through every game. Mm. Like, even in game one when they lost, like, his Sir Cat looked really good. His Geb looked really good. His Serb looked really good. And I'm not, like, a Bobby hater, but normally, like, he's not impressing me, like, that much. And I feel like literally every game, every time Bobby was on the screen, not to sound like like a crazy cast or anything right now, but every huh? time I saw Bobby, he was impressing me. He was playing very, very, very good. Yeah, no, I agree with you. The game yeah. one, he made so many good plays on Sir Kit. Yep. Yep. That double taunt on purple buff, did you guys see yep. that? With yep. double taunt, he killed Panic Cat, and then I think Soul got to one HP. Yep. But yeah, no, he made really, really good. I agree, it's probably his best set of the year so far, for yep. sure. Definitely a good sign for for Scarabs fans. Now, I think the big test, as it is for all young teams, is how do you handle your big meta shifts um, and keeping your identity and updating your identity through big meta shifts. And like we just said, like mid-season is the biggest meta shift maybe we've ever seen in a a mid-year patch. Um, So definitely a lot to a, a team to keep your eye on going forward. But, I mean, this team played really well at playoffs, played really well today. Like, the Scarabs are, are a team that are legit, in my mind. Like, y- yep. you really can't rule them out. They still have their stinker games. And again, young teams, that happens. Um, but when they show up, they show up really well. And it's not a situation where if they look really bad in game one, it's over. You know, like, they're going to look bad in games two, in game two and it's going to be over. Like, routinely, they get, they get absolutely dumpstered game one. And then come back and win games two and three, like all the time. Which is really impressive as a young team to have kind of that mental fortitude and not get tilted at each other. Yep. Um, which is a really good underdog mindset, in my opinion, that like we can always kind of win these games. Yeah, agreed. Um, how about Zap's relic usage today, fellas? That was uh, it was pretty good, <laughs> he did, huh? He did press them. Which yeah, is he used them one. on the right that timing is- the, the majority of the time, too. Yeah, I was honestly kind of impressed with Steven as well today. There you um, go. Again, didn't really get out the damage numbers, but sometimes it's not your job as a carry, you know. Yeah. They're to bait sometimes through your mid laner. Yep. And uh, he did it really well today. Aurora, are you going to say something? Yeah, the one thing I want to say, going back to like how they're a young team, they are a young team, but they do have Zap. And like the thing about Zap, in my opinion, playing with him as well, is that he's going to consistently be Zap no matter what. Like yep. his style, what he does... <laughs> what he brings to the game he's he's gonna do something good or bad he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna be a consistent person in comms just communicating and doing whatever he can do to win the game so like having someone like that in your team definitely helps i feel like w- when you get down and behind and then also um going into the new meta i think they'll be good because they got somebody that can kind of lean on a little bit yes mm-hmm. yeah not a team full of rookies having uh Having old man Zappa over there in the duel lane uh, helps you out. I'm you don't got to call, call him that. I'm dude. allowed to call him old because I'm old. We bond over how old we are all the time. Barry can call dude. him old, right, Barry? Nope. Okay. We're young. Unlucky? We're young. Not me. We're young. What were you going to say, Aurora? If Barry's old, dude, I'm getting old too now. Come on. <laughs> we're all getting old, man. We're all getting old. That's the reality of the situation. makes me feel like 30 is like next to the deathbed. Yeah. Like, 
I'm just 30, man. Like, it's, it's okay. Like, I'm not yeah, I'm more than half your yet. life ahead of you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, chat's like, God, you're so old, man. <laughs> How are you still walking? I'm like, dude. I, I saw, like, like a, a, a tweet that was like, are you burning CDs old? And I was like, man, I used to burn oh. CDs all the time. Like, that was what I did as for yeah. fun, was like, give my friends CDs. I don't know, man. 30 is, uh, it's coming up for me. I'm 29, and uh, I feel it. it. It feels the exact same, I'll let you know. It, oh, you don't goodness. get, like, a power-up or, like, a debuff. It's It feels the exact same. Okay. Uh, I'm just a little rounder around my tummy. That's about it. <laughs> Big I'm mood. Just, Big this mood. This tire is just getting inflating around my <laughs> belly. And I don't know when it got there, but I'm really self-conscious about getting rid of it. So, uh, Barry, you, you know, know, I'm going away next week. That's uh, podcast news, by the way. No show next week. I'm going to Pittsburgh oh. to see my family. Um, but when I come back, I've told myself that I'm going hard on the dieting. So maybe maybe we do a backliners diet together and we uh, and sure. we slim down. I'm down. Well, you know, I'm eating vegan now, so uh, really, it's rel- relatively easy for me to eat healthy. You know, okay. I'm trying, well, I'm not doing trying. that, so quit asking. That's fine. You know, I've we been, just eat healthy together. I've been eating vegan, vegetarian for like the past year and a half now. Really? Nice. Actually, yeah. What uh, how, how is it? Like, I, I feel like so many people I know are are starting to do it. Uh, I think it's awesome. It's I don't know if I could do it though. I mean, the main reason I did it, I have like my stomach like weird mm-hmm. stomach issues mm-hmm. and um i was taking things out of my diet and i took meat out of my diet and it completely fixed and changed the way my stomach was so i wow. said screw that stuff i yeah. don't need it <laughs> <laughs> if it makes me feel better i don't need it yeah absolutely that makes That's i'm sure awesome. that makes it a lot easier though still not easy i'm sure barry how's it been going for you way easier than i thought it would be because everyone's always like how are you not gonna eat meat and cheese but like once you start and once you start feeling like really elevated like mood wise i can skip meat and cheese all i want man like i've like my mood is just elevated like i don't think i've had a depression day since i've started eating vegan and that's really big for me like some days i'll just i'll just wake up and be like I really don't feel it today. Sometimes I just want to lay in bed all day, and I haven't felt that way in about three months. Hey, so, uh, that's big. Love big, to hear that. Big improvement for me. I've gotten more energy, too, throughout my day. Um, very happy with kind of just the overall mood levels. Like, there was one morning I woke up, went for a walk, worked out, and I was like, I'm just going to wash the cars. You know? Let's Whoa. do this. Look, I, I Look so at you, Mr. Like, Overachiever. Yeah, like, this is nice, man. Like, I'm getting stuff done. That's awesome. Yeah. Destiny also says in chat uh, that her cooking is just that good with the sunglasses emoji. Um, Dude, we had jackfruit barbecue yesterday. Delicious. That I've actually, I've had jackfruit Delicious. barbecue. Uh, Pretty Hair's wife made it for uh, a Super Bowl party, and it was very good. Dude. Dude. You're cheating, though. you got someone to cook you food. i got to do my own stuff. <laughs> I'm jealous. You mean, Cy- you mean Cyclone's not cooking it up for you? Not cooking it up for you, Aurora? No. It's- Cyclone actually cooks a decent amount. He likes to make steaks and stuff. Like, mm. you'd be surprised, honestly. No, I believe job. it. I believe it. It is a good job. That's, that's, uh, that's the big thing, man. i got to be cooking more. I don't... I don't- I will say that I'm not... I know a lot of gamers and Smite players in particular are 
just spending uh, insane amounts of money on like Uber Eats and DoorDash and like ordering mm-hmm. food all the time. I don't do that at the very least. You know, I'm I'm picking stuff up myself, but I'm still ordering out all the time, and that's uh, it not on the restaurant. There's some places that are really cheap for good food. Yeah, true. Yo, Barry, you gotta try House of Hummus. It's good. It's you can get vegan stuff there. Near Alpharetta? It's near Alpharetta, so you probably can't get it, right? I mean, we have content in a few days. So, Ooh. Uh, what about the local wood-fired grill, though? I mean, that's the that's the old classic. Yep. Dude, you can eat vegan there too. It's yeah. great. Really? Yeah. Good options. Yeah, if you get falafel or mushrooms for your protein, oh. they give you rice. They give you. Whatever side you want, you can get corn, Brussels sprouts, Honestly, whatever. You, great. you can you can never go wrong with like rice and just veggies on top of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and put put a sauce on that. Oh, I'm I'm already hungry. Yeah, that's uh, local wood fire grill. We need to get a sponsor from them, dude. That's the dude. That would be the, that would be the dream. Absolutely. That'd Speaking awesome. of sponsors, by the way. Have you guys heard oh that here at the Backliners Podcast, we're sponsored by Manscaped. You can head on over to manscaped.com and use code BLINE, that's B-L-I-N-E, for 20% off your order and free shipping. It's the best way that you can support the podcast. So please, again, head on over to manscaped.com and use code BLINE in order to help us out. Hey, that's better than my last transition, Barry. Uh, or two transitions. You guys gotta hook me up. Look at this, man. Aurora, I'm telling you, man. The lawnmower 4.0. That'll that will hook you up for sure. We'll be we'll be talking to you about it. Don't worry, man. That is uh, that is the best. Yeah, Mifflin owes everyone in Smite game chat five dollars. Um, so you can uh, you can use your Miff bucks in order to do that. Actually, funnily enough, uh, it was Gormizer's idea. He's an absolute genius. Here's some behind the scenes. We came off that uh, that little bit on the desk. If you, you, it was during your set of roar, so I don't know if you know this, but after, right before game two, um, right as they were going in the game, Mifflin said, "I guarantee the Titans are going to win this game, uh, and I'll put I'll give five dollars to everyone in chat if they oh, lose." Oh no, dude! Um, we let them down. So you kind of let them down a little bit. Uh, he owed chat forty five thousand um, dollars in total, based on the viewer count. Um, and Gorm, we did a little bit. It was very funny. You should definitely watch the VOD. Uh, very good bit. But then, um, thanks to the friends at Insight Apparel who do the, the SPL merch, starting tomorrow, and by the time you listen to this podcast, starting right now, uh, you can go use code Mifflin at uh, Insight to get $5 <laughs> off your order. So there's uh, buy, buy your Titans merch and your Bolts merch or whatever team you, your, is your favorite. All the proceeds go to the players. But you get $5 off, um, thanks to Mifflin's uh, incorrect bet. And thanks to you in, in some ways, Aurora. Mifflin getting bailed out. That's good. Yeah. He ne- trust me, bro. He needed the help. He was not, not going to be able to pay that up. Uh, that, is, that is the reality of the situation. Um, all right. Let's talk a little bit about midseason um, before, we, before we head out. J- you know, Barra and I have already talked about it a decent amount. But, Aurora, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, on the direction of midseason in general. If you're excited to, to play without boots um yeah let's start there and then i've got another question okay yeah um so (laughs) i've only played three games on pts so i haven't played a lot of games so Mm -hmm. this is coming from someone who hasn't played a lot of games just mainly thinking about it Mm -hmm. but um it looks really interesting a lot of people are saying the games are going to end a lot faster which Mm -hmm. maybe who knows it probably they probably will end faster but who knows maybe it'll go in the other direction and it'll be longer because everybody's getting their items on faster and fights will be more even or whatnot mm-hmm. but in terms of that i have no idea but in terms of like the dual lane it's definitely gonna be different it's yeah. definitely gonna be fresh like 
Are you excited about playing on it, Barry? Or are you just like whatever? Very, very excited. Every time I played on it, I felt like I was doing way more damage than I'm currently doing, and I feel like you can go like an attack speed build so easily, and I feel like it might actually push stacking out of the meta in duo. Hmm. And that will be a fresh, fresh feel because we've been stacking for years. So uh, maybe we go Ikaval first, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, fun. what, Ikaval, then Aussie or something like that? I was going Ikaval, Atalanta's, and then Aussie with, like, Destal, and it felt so good. Interesting. How do you think yeah. um, supports were affected, Aurora? Do you think it's good for you two guys to lose boots? Uh, I imagine that losing tank boots hurts you pretty badly. I mean, for me... I was never really a big tank boot builder until they got buffed a bunch. Like, I always built Travelers for, like, mm -hmm. the longest time. Like, yep. season season four, season five, I mainly built Travelers. I think I built tank boots on Ardeo, like, those seasons. And other than that, I was Travelers main. Mm -hmm. And then um, season six as well. Yeah, season six as well, Travelers majority of the time. And then season seven came around. I think they got the first, got its first round of buffs. Um, so I started building them more and then I got buffed again, like midway through that season. So just yeah. kept building them. But like for me, like I didn't really, I think they're good, of course, like they're right. not bad, but like, I don't really care if they're gone. Um, I, I played a couple games, um, not this phase, but the phase before where I rushed like sovereignty one game and yep. Thebes another game and it seemed fine. So like, I don't know. I think a lot of people were saying that supports are like dead or whatever. I don't think it really gonna bother them too much i think if anything it's gonna give them more options and like i think there's gonna be um some cool things to explore and see if it's actually good or not like there's mm -hmm. definitely a lot of different ways you can take your build now and then like the other thing is is like i think this boots change is kind of maybe not the word necessary is not right but it, it kind of just feels better on everybody else's build because the starter items get upgraded now so you don't sell it anymore late game so you're missing an item slot that you're that you had in all the other seasons. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think um, the designers did a really good job of coming up with a way to give you another item slot without having to like do something like really weird. Yeah. Um, so just having that extra item slot is also going to allow you to build more items um, that are helpful. Like it's really hard. Like right now the support build, you want tank boots, you want Thebes, and then you want mm -hmm. Wingblade majority of the games. And if you don't want Wingblade, maybe like a Wishblade there. But like like that's like you want those items. So that's already four items, including your starter. Right. And then if you get Sav because they're four Fizz and you still want to build Thebes, and that's five items. If you if you just yep. have Sav and you skip Thebes, it's still four items. But then you're like, I want Spirit Robe, I want Mantle, Pretty I want Magi. Mm -hmm. I want I want one of those items. And then yeah, and then so you only have so then you have all six of your items there with like Pridwin or something or whatever. And then you're, you, you're like, I kind of want to build Magus though this game. Cause I think it'd be good if I had a little bit more damage to help like on the backline yep. dive or help kill a tank, but I can't get it because there's just no room for it right. until I sell my boots, which is not going to happen as a support in a majority of the games. And then mm -hmm. um, there's items like show guns. There's items like, um, Oh, I can't think of the name. The stupid ones with the stack, the magic protection, talisman of energy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like items like that, like talisman of energy, and then also like uh, stone of bindings, also another item that could be good some games. But you you can't afford to build any of these items because 
at the end of the game, you're not going to be able to have all the items that you want that are like core to support. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so now you, you kind of have a little bit more freedom to um, build some other things and maybe build more based on the game. Or at least you always build based on the game, but it's a little bit easier to build based on the game because you have an extra slot now. So you don't have to worry about fitting in a, in a build or an item into your build. Like yep. if you're against any slow god in mid, like any mage, and like if you're against any slow in general, Wingblade's very strong right now. You you want that item, and it like it takes up an item slot, and you you run out of item slots so fast as a support. It feels like you don't really get to have any creativity in your build. So I think right. it'll definitely open up the builds for supports. You you'll be able to build kind of the way you want to more. But yeah, I don't think they're gonna be bad. Um, uh, who knows how strong they'll be? Maybe they'll be stronger, and everybody's gonna be like, "Supports OP again" or whatever. But <laughs> I hope not, that's dude. me. I'm so, so tired, <laughs> so tired of supports being OP. Man, you run at me the entire game. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> Great job. That's exactly what a, you kill me, Baron. That's exactly what Aurora wants to be hearing. You're just playing right into his hands. This is this is. <laughs> uh, he couldn't be Aurora's, happier hearing that. This guy has literally got started that meta. Like, yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> Aurora told me harassing us for years. This is a this is a little callback to earlier in the episode. Aurora told me at that stake and shake during that spring fling land that his the his, his favorite way to have his gameplay described is that he hopes that everyone thinks he is the most annoying player to play against in the whole league. That's his whole goal. Yep, is that he wants to be annoying to the enemy team, and so uh, it just sounds like he's doing his job. <laughs> done a great job over the like last five years. Great, great job, Aurora. <laughs> great job out there, buddy. Uh, Aurora, what do you think about? Um, ha- did you get a chance to experiment with or think about uh, War Flag um, as someone who often gets talked about as wanting to play some of the more aggressive uh, support options? Do you think War Flag is is going to open up some options for you? Um, I didn't really get to play with it that much. Who knows? I, it could be good. The upgrades are good, so yeah. But the start item itself, it still still seems a lot weaker than Benevolence and uh, Sentinels. But I still, it, there's probably potential with it somewhere. Maybe not even in support. Maybe you build it in like a different role and it could be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe that's the play. I'm going to be playing War Flag mids. Uh, maybe. Now. That's the play. Um, all right, real quick before, Barra, you have the random question of the week this week, you told me. Is oh, that yeah. still true? All right, making sure actually... that. You've got that. My mom came up. Wait, are we ready for it now? No, not quite yet. I got, oh, okay, one, I got okay. one more question before we get okay. to it. Um, Aurora was kind enough to push back his raid, so I want to make sure he's out of here on time. Um, give, give me some, give me some gods. He's going to yell at me. <laughs> Can't have that. Can't have that. Um, give me some gods or items or something that you guys are excited to try um, as mid-season drops. The things that you're... Um, Excited to let loose. Barra, I'll, uh, I'll go to you first. What are some of the first things you're going to be playing? Uh, probably just auto-attack uh, ADCs. Rama and Apollo. Basically any character like that. Um, I think those will be very good. Shablonk included in there. I think a lot of the ability-based hunters will be pushed out. And I think the gods that are good with the auto-attack speed earlier, I think will be pushed in. Hmm. Uh, Trev in the chat asks AMC, maybe? Potentially. It depends on how rough his early game is. Also depends on what supports end up being meta. I'm kind of surprised that if Bluestone Upgrade is the meta, like Bluestone Upgrade Trans is the meta, and AMC still isn't getting played, I I have a hard time believing he's going to get played at the beginning of midseason. 
Um, I think he just dies to everything. Like, he's always had that issue of just, like... It, I think he's a way better mid-character than an ADC character. Uh, yeah, I could buy that. I think he's probably good um, in mid. I haven't played it at all, but theoretically, um, it sounds like something that I would be down to try. Um, Ven's an AMC main. Ven yeah. is an AMC main. He lo- he loves it. He absolutely bring it loves out, it. baby. Uh, uh, Aurora, how about for you? What are some of the first things you're excited to try? Um... Hmm. <laughs> um, I was thinking about it when Bear was talking. I don't know. I mean, I just want to try like all the guardians out. I think the, all the guardians are gonna. Be, I feel like the guard, the, just the entire guardian tab, besides like Yormungandr, because you don't really play him support. There's gonna be a lot of, and I guess Cthulhu too. But you can kind of make an argument. Mm-hmm. But just anything in the guardian tab with just whatever. I feel like there's so many different things you can like rush, like like you can rush Sav, you could rush Thieves, you could go like damage item, you can go. Wingblade, what what uh the what's it called relic dagger mm-hmm. just yeah. all the guardians in general like i'm just excited to play the guardians like they just look a lot of fun without having to like go boots because like even like like because there's like different types of guardians as well like you have the like the guardians like ganesh who can kind of go on frontline and like peel and you kind of mess with his build and then you have healer gods too like sylvanas with like you could mm-hmm. rush a lotus crown or something so like I don't know, just all the Guardians look really fun to try out. Yeah. Bear, were you going to say something there? I was going to ask if you thought uh, Mage support's getting any better. Yeah, I heard a lot of people talking about that. I Yeah, why not? Like, you can get items earlier on now. You don't have to really build tank boots mm-hmm. on them. You just get movement speed passively. So, yeah, I think they could work for sure. I feel like in the past, they were, they're not terrible, but... Yep, if you're If you're playing, you know theoretically eset support you know that's the first mage or or knock support you know those are the ones that come to mind what would you be if you know tank boots not being there what are you what do you think you'd be rushing to to start out with at least um depends like on their comp like eset you could go sob like if like heavy physical comp or something mm-hmm. be really good do like, you think binding like, first could be good yeah, yeah, I was going to say, maybe binding. no, I was also going to say binding, but imagine, I don't think so, Sav Nox is probably okay too, but bi- yeah. binding is probably better on that, but imagine Eset walking in the lane with like Sav 1, and then yep. back you literally steel mail walking in, like against Ooh. like a, like a Fenrir hunter lane, like what the heck is, are they supposed to do to you? Yeah, I really you get Sav online? I really hope I mean, that character is not meta. She's, she's pro- so annoying. She probably won't be, but who knows, yeah. maybe. Listen, man, if Sino, if Sino hasn't been able to convince junglers to play her yet, then I don't know what will, because my man's was dominating on that pick, for sure. For me, in mid, uh, I'm excited about, I think Baba Yaga gets a really big buff, because now she gets another stacking slot. Basically, you can go Warlocks, probably, to start on that character now. At the very least, you can go Book, guaranteed. Um, anytime Book is good, Cuckoo Khan is pretty good, though I'm not mm-hmm. particularly excited to play Cuckoo, but I'm not upset about playing cuckoo he's like one of those characters that wait can i interrupt you really quick of course please do for, for the baba yaga thing does anyone know if war flag works with her house um, for stacks it shouldn't because because it, it's not permanent right it's not a permanent stack and i think that it doesn't interact with non-permanent stack items okay, i believe yeah, his design ahead. intent yeah, I, I was curious i was thinking about that that'd be pretty funny baba baba yaga walking around with war that'd flag. Be OP. that would Dude, be no, OP. imagine you're in the jungle late game with the baba 
Yaga War Flag upgrade and your house just starts healing your team because you keep getting the War Flag stats that give you heals. You just go Talisman, War Flag, Baba and just (laughs) run around the map. That's gotta be good. You're just a mobile medic (laughs) at that point, bro. That's it. Oh, speaking of being a mobile medic, before we uh, ask the random question, I wanted to ask you, Aurora, about the new relics um, for meditation and bracers uh, whose name I don't know. Um... Any shot that you think those can compete for support relic slots? Yeah, no, Bracer is a Radiance or something? Yeah, Bracer of Radiance, I think it is. Yeah, no, yeah, I think, I forgot about that too, a good thing you brought him up. I, yeah, I think they're going to be really good. Uh, I don't know about Med, but Bracer of Radiance definitely seems like it'll be good, for sure. Yeah. Just having, have the ability to have three wards out, um, definitely should be good. Should be really fun. And, I'm excited to and see And also, like, like I was talking about earlier too, where we got locked at Fire Giant, where I couldn't back. Imagine if I had Bracer of Radiance there. I could throw some sentries down and then not have to worry about backing. Oh, wait. I think I did hear that you can't have three. It's only two wards. Oh, yes. really? Yeah, you can still only have two. Maybe it sucks then. (laughs) (laughs) Pond confirmed that uh, last week or two weeks ago on the podcast. Maybe it's not that good then. I don't know. Fair enough. Well, we'll, we'll... Petition Pon Pon to make it not count towards your ward total. I don't even know if that's that would be cool. Thing. I would like that. Change. I think it would be cool too. I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. Um, all right, Barry, let her rip. You've got our random question okay. of the week. This is my mom's question. She texted me. And I was like, oh, that's pretty Thanks, good. Thanks, Barry, mom. Um, so it is the best way to eat peanuts: oh. boiled, roasted, or peanut butter. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a hard question for me. This is Did hard. Your mom, though, I was going to be on the episode. Yeah, she watches like every, well, my mom and my dad. I think watch like every episode. Dude, Listen. that was Shout perfect out. question for me. Oh my god, that is you're you're a big peanut guy, huh? Yeah. So what's your do you, do you need a minute to decide? Because I think no. I've got my okay. It's go ahead. Obvious for me. All right, go ahead. Come on, people got it. People in the chat have to know what it is. They're gonna say peanut. A lot of people saying peanut butter. A lot of roasted as well, actually, in here. Surprisingly, yeah. it's peanut butter, dude. Yeah, peanut butter is just OP. Dude, peanut butter, you could peanut butter anything and it's great. Peanut butter and ice cream, peanut butter and that, peanut butter and, dude, peanut butter is the best, man. But any kind of peanut, I'm I'm a big peanut guy. I love peanuts. Mm-hmm. Me too. I absolutely Wait, love peanuts. Do you like about... creamy or, or crunchy peanut butter? Either one is good to me. If I'm, I could care less. Here's, okay, well, this is, I'll do, uh, I'll, I'll do what everyone expects here. I've got an overly uh, deep take on, on when the, when to use the correct peanut butters. Creamy peanut butter is better used whenever you're going to have multiple ingredients, you know, in like a protein shake or I'm not a peanut butter and jelly stand, but I imagine it's better for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm having a straight peanut butter sandwich, which I do with somewhat frequency, and that's whenever Same. I remembered that I like them. Um, I want as crunchy a peanut butter as humanly possible. And I want to squish the bread down real hard so that I can feel the bumps of where the peanut bites are going to be. That's what I love. I love that. And being able to like bite. Yeah, that's I'm about I that. Imagine life. you doing that. Oh, I love it. It's so good. Um, Bear, I'm assuming you're going to say peanut butter as well as a peanut butter lover. Yeah, I, I really want to say boiled as a Southern person. But it's got to be peanut butter for me, and Aurora kind of sold it for me. I was on the fence, but you can literally do anything with peanut butter. Anything. Literally, from like appetizer <laughs> to dessert, literally yep. you can put it on anything in that spectrum. Yep. And I put it in my smoothies every day, or yep. peanut butter, and yep. 
I eat peanut butter sandwiches all day. Yep. And I think the only way boiled would win for me is if I was just hard craving, like, boiled salted peanuts. I don't think I've ever had boiled salted peanuts. Oh, bro. Are they good? so good. Yeah. That sounds good. I have to try. around Georgia, and there will literally be, like, stands Stands. of I've seen them. Yeah, you got to stop at one sometime. Uh, I will stop. Five bucks for a big cup of boiled peanuts and they will be delicious. I will I will try it for sure. Okay, if you if you can't say peanut butter, we know Barisay and boiled. I think peanut butter is so broken that it's like the obvious answer. Yep. What's your secondary answer, Aurora? Um Hmm. Cuz mine, I'll go with mine. It's hard. Mine is I'd say bo- raw peanuts. I want to pop them out of the what? shell and eat it like Five guy style at the ball like at the ballpark getting a big thing of peanuts when I'm watching a baseball game, cracking them open and eating them. I love I love cracking peanuts open and eating them. It's fun. <laughs> you feel good yeah, when you good get like too. a triple, you know, or like a really clean double, you're liking that. You feel like you yeah, got you, ripped you off when you got a single. You're like, you're like double kill, triple kill. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm I feel like I'm working. You start for casting it. it. Yeah. Quadra kill. Oh, what a pull here for Magro. He got three <laughs> clean ones right off the bat. That's a strong start for this peanut bag. Like, I'm I'm feeling good. Uh, one shot after one shot, dude. Feeling yeah, strong. Yeah, I think that's my least favorite peanut, honestly. Really? I love yeah, roasted peanuts. I can't weigh in on boiled because I haven't had them. It's too dry for me, I think. It would go... It is dry. Peanut butter, boiled, roasted, and then, like, the dry those peanuts raw, we call them raw peanuts around here baby. raw peanuts yeah they're just dry to me like they just dry out my mouth well maybe roasted peanuts thing. are so dry they're they're way more dry it feels less dry to me for some reason i just remember like the eating the ones at five guys i'm just like this is just like eating like saltine crackers almost yeah it's just drying me out man and i love it i love eating, Were you eating the whole shell too no, no, I don't eat the shell. Some people do. Some people do yeah. eat the shell. I don't. I also don't eat the shell for sunflower seeds. Um, oh. Some people eat the that. shell for sunflower seeds. I do not. They like also, it like splinters, and it's not doesn't good. Sunflower butter, not bad. I ordered a bunch of sunflower seeds, made sunflower butter. It's pretty good. Mm, okay, fair enough. Um, was it on the podcast that I was arguing about what nuts are the best? Like someone was trying to tell me that cashews were better than peanuts. I, I don't like, think that was on the podcast. Surely we wouldn't have anyone with that opinion on. You don't have that opinion on for for you, Aurora, or Barrow, right? Everyone knows that peanuts are better than cashews. For me, like if any nuts, I love them honestly. Yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna lo- I'm gonna love my nuts, dude. Just like that commercial. That, hey, you gotta love your nuts, and if you love your nuts, you should go to manscape.com and use code <laughs> Beeline for twenty percent off. Great setup, Aurora. You know I'm slamming home that alley oop. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. Uh, As always, we appreciate all your patronage. Um, Make sure you guys are checking out all the other shows on the Prediction Network. They've got a bunch of different shows across a bunch of different esports. Give us a nice little rating on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you are, or Apple Podcasts, I guess. And wherever you're listening to your podcast, give us a nice little uh, rating there. And buy our merch. We've got some merch. And go to manscaped.com and use code BLINE for 20% off and free shipping. Appreciate you guys, as always. Again, no show next week. Um, I will be in Pittsburgh, so no midseason show, unfortunately, for, for the debut week. Thanks, Agro. Barry, you want to take the initiative? You want to stream it yourself? You want to you want to set it up? I'm busy. Oh yeah, he's busy. Yeah, exactly. So it's totally my I'm fault. Very Chad. Busy. Totally my fault. I could web. I'll do it for my phone. Dude, you're not here man. to play the pre-release with me, man. I know. I'm sad about missing the magic pre-release as well for uh, Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, but 
we'll we'll get all of it whenever we get back. You know, we'll play some magic. We'll talk about midseason. We'll have uh, we'll have a whole lot of fun. Um, until next time, we will catch you in two weeks, Barry. Someone please give me a bread sponsor. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Begging Yo, for, for a bread on. sponsor. Thank you.